0: abracadabra this magical word has resonated through the centuries spoken by thousands of magicians trying to impress a skeptical audience the first known mention of the word was in the second century ad by a roman physician who claimed that those who suffered from malaria should treat the illness with an amulet containing the word written in the form of a triangle and thus the question of magic persists is it real Is it an illusion to entertain, fool, or placate the masses? Or is magic, as author Arthur C. Clarke claims, just science we don't understand yet? Our relationship to magicians and magicians' relationship to each other, as well as their intense commitment to the craft, is what was on Christopher Nolan's mind as he approached today's movie. Not only is it about magicians, the movie itself is a magic trick. It begins with a pledge, has a turn, and culminates with prestige are you watching closely this is best pictures the podcast where we pick our favorite movies for every year we've been alive i'm cody lunsford and i am joined as always by i'm chad i love you today you mean it i'm mark great um so this is best pictures. What we do on yeah. the show is we take it a year at a time and we each pick uh-huh. our favorite movie. Yeah. Um, we've already talked about Chad's for 2006. Mm-hmm. We've already talked about Mark's. Mm-hmm. Who does that leave? Cody. Little me. Yay. We're talking about my pick for the best movie of the year, but before we do that, Mhm. The megaplexes, they're opening back up. But we haven't I have, gone. I haven't been yet. to them. <laughs> we haven't been yet, but we are still finding ways to watch 2020 releases legally. Um, why did and you? The way we do why that. Did yeah, why legally? did you?
1: Like, of course.
0: Well, you wouldn't steal a movie. You want it? You want to download a, a truck? Yes, yeah. correct. Um, Guys, I, right.
2: I I want you to know that I I bought the Prestige on on Blu-ray, and that commercial played. <laughs> it was great. Oh, really? I had yeah. a great time. I, yeah.
1: I've had it on Blu-ray for, like, years, and I skipped mm-hmm. the commercials, but I would have yeah. creamed. The commercials
2: it on, on this commercial. were, like, movies I have never heard of before.
1: Interesting.
0: Um, chi- Children of Men had the You would uh still a DVD. On, uh, on it when we watched that one. No, I am now realizing me emphasizing legally makes it seem like we did it illegally, yeah. which really we did. definitely didn't. Yeah. But but my point was when you have a billion streaming services because you share them with all your friends. Well, you, you shouldn't do to... you shouldn't
1: do that, I and mean, we don't do that certainly.
0: Okay, so we don't do that. Yeah, oh, we don't. Password I think it's share. <laughs> I I we don't password. To share. be
1: clear. We do
2: not rent things illegally. We we might password share.
1: Okay, yeah, we, we password we, we share we pass for sure. It's
0: <laughs> it's
2: fine. It's We're fine. We're on like every streaming service. We have to.
0: <laughs> we have to. <laughs> I would literally, like, it's not literally have any money left. <laughs> it's literally our journalistic integrity. Yeah. Like having to have all of these streaming services, so we just and take turns. But I, we.
1: Am I going to watch the oh, what, Brave New World show on Peacock? Probably not. But I'd like to have access I may. to it. How right, like right? but you're going to have, to, Chet, have, it gonna have to watch The on... Office
0: when it lo- leaves Netflix. That's and true. And Peacock's your only I way. I've got to
1: watch it for the seventh or eighth time <laughs> and have people over to watch it again. And... Mm-hmm. And the cycle continues. It's just
2: like when I, when I have a bad day, I need to come home and throw on Scott's <laughs> tots to cheer me up.
1: Right,
0: right. Because that makes me happy. Oh, that episode. Oh, that episode is so cringe and so random. Oh. I
1: love it. <laughs> so
0: cringe. Um. So cringe. Um, yes, we we are the only boys who stroll into town and you and you ask us because this is the question when they ask you when you show up to town. Yo, what <laughs> streaming services you got? We're like Netflix. They're like, Psh, old hat. Who cares? Hulu. Psh, okay, Amazon Prime. Psh, whatever. Disney Plus. Okay. Now maybe that one. And we're like, I'm still so waiting. A lot of like, people I'm have so it. I'm still waiting
1: till I hear CBS All Access in there because a, a, a lot of people have it. Access. A lot of people. have a lot of people have it, yeah. but it's new, so maybe I'm giving you a
0: little attention. And do you we have say, that we Apple say, TV Plus though? Yes, we do. Do we have that we Peacock? Do. Uh, you bet. Mm-hmm. Do we have the CBS All Access? You bet. You're sorry, ass. We got that CBS and, All Access. And Only and one we don't have is Quibi.
2: Now, do we have <laughs> HBO? To the max. Oh, right. So we have HBO H- man, the big man.
1: one. Yeah, that's <laughs> the, 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 the one, arguably that's the, the one, best one, one right now. That's the one the I watch the most. Yeah.
0: We well th- they stop and we're like oh you forgot about one and just like Kevin Garvey and the leftovers we whip out that huge honking piece of HBO Max and drop it on the table. Um president president Kevin Garvey
1: right the, right the
2: real trump card we have is our friends dads cable call cable info I watch TNT on the regular. Do I want to watch Star Wars? What I do... Yes. Is it on TNT every day?
0: (laughs) What I do is I swerve. For some of the logins, I use my parents' logins. On others, I use my wife's parents' logins. And then others, I use that friend's dad's. (laughs) So yeah, so we're... So we have them all. We have
1: access to all the media.
2: We've got everything. Do we have Criterion Channel? No, I, have one day. I have
1: Canopy. That's because we don't know how to read. I do I have Canopy and <laughs> Hoopla. And those sometimes yep. have some rarer. So yeah. do I. And
0: by I, I mean I use Chance. Yes. <laughs> uh, Canopy Amazon and Prime. Hoopla are good in theory. Yes. I use yeah.
2: my work login for Amazon Prime. Do I have IMDb TV? Yes. It's included with Prime. Yeah. Yeah. Even the though there are three. That play.
1: I've been watching do- through uh, Mad Men. And I could watch Ooh. it for free on IMDb TV, but it has commercials, mm-hmm. and it's a little yeah. finicky. So there I've opted are. into just buying the seasons instead for like $10. <laughs> That's insane.
2: Because <laughs> I hate Jen. the
1: commercials that much.
2: You're a madman. I I'm have Hulu with commercials.
1: I have I'm Hulu insane. with commercials too. But I'm telling you, IMDb TV is bad at ads. No. Like it, like yeah. it glitches out too much, and then I get lost in the episode. And I gotta fast forward. From the so it's a from it's like a the
2: the movies on I've watched on IMDb TV. They try to put the ads at the end of a scene, but they always put it like two minutes before by about a scene a ends. Yeah. And yeah. then there's like they finish their line and go to the next scene, and it's really annoying.
1: Pluto Batman, TV is show. the same way. They they try really hard, but it's always off by about a second.
0: Um. So having all these streaming services means that when there's new releases, we watch them. So Chad, what did you watch? And tell us how you watched it, because that's what people love. <laughs> Uh, it's to know what service it's on.
1: On on HBO Max. uh Whoa. I, I watched American Bickle, and I found I have a hard time saying the word bickle without using pickle. the accent. Now <laughs> Pickle. because <laughs> the accent is so fun and good, and I like it's, it's so funny. good. Yeah, um, it's the new Seth Rogen romp, also co-starring Seth Rogen. What? Uh, what? Yeah, he plays two characters. He plays a man who gets lost in time, like Captain America, but instead of freezing, he's pickled, and then he starts pickle business. Um, Seth Rogen plays two
2: separate characters. Who is he? Hugh Jackman in the Prestige. <laughs> <laughs> great, <laughs>
1: great.
3: Yeah,
2: and Not, I, you gonna I mean, try PLs that again? Are
1: are pretty real, yeah um but yeah. i would have gone christian bale probably spoiler alert um oh well i guess they both do
0: they both play two different characters yeah, that do, is yeah. true
1: that is true i forgot about the the double for a second um yeah anyways they both, they both about? play
2: two different characters and they both play a character playing another character
1: yes wild yes <laughs> so american pickle <laughs> Uh, Is this? It's a pretty fun movie. I mean, it it feels like. I like it. Um, yeah, I like it a lot. It, it feels like a TV movie in a way. I kind of wasn't ready for. Like, it feels very huh. small. It feels, it, the comedy goes pretty out there, and gets pretty. I mean, it, it gets I a little zanier say... than I thought it would be, but it does feel right. Pretty contained and small, like you'd expect. Higher quality uh, than a Lifetime movie, as far as like mm, script goes, definitely. but like. Similar as far as, like, budgetary restrictions, probably. I don't know. Mm, no. No? You disagree? No. But, yeah,
0: I mean, it was originally sl- slated for a theatrical release. Oh, it it okay. It makes sense it was bought by a streamer, Yeah. in all honesty, because it just, like, these type of movies just do nothing at theaters now. Yeah. But, like, th- this feels like a studio comedy, it's yeah, just we it's, don't yeah. get a ton of those now. Um, but yeah, it was supposed to be a Sony release, and HBO huh. Max bought it from Sony. Cool, I didn't and know that. Put,
1: it, yeah, it, they threw I that guess, Warner
0: Max logo at the front.
1: I forget how cheap studio comedies tend to feel. I think is kind mm-hmm. of the thing, because mm-hmm. um, I don't you don't see as many just straight, or I don't see as many studio comedies. But I did see Daddy's Home, and that movie looked like shit. So, um, right, <laughs> yeah, it's probably more in that kind of vein.
0: Well, and I think what they did to double may have cost a little bit, mm. but I don't know how yeah, the doubling much special all effects like that good. cost anymore. Yeah. Like, I believe. Mm-hmm, I agree. Yeah. Um, and Seth Rogen I, is great in it. He is great. I have this as one of our pickies of the year because I legitimately think Seth Rogen's performance as Herschel, who is the man out of time, is mm-hmm. like legitimately very, very good. And probably the, eh, not the only time, but one of the few times it has felt like a real performance performance, Seth Rogen, who I do love, but often feels like he's playing Seth Rogen. Um, he just is kind of doing his thing. The Herschel character feels like a really thought out, you know, delved into character. And it's, it's really good. I mean, he
1: said himself that he doesn't think of himself as like an actor first. Like he Mm -hmm. thinks of himself as a writer and then like, once the thing's written, he's like, well, I guess I'll do it. I guess I'll be the guy. Right. <laughs> like, right. Yeah.
0: Um. I mean, he was Green Hornet, though. <laughs> Let us never forget. I have not seen Which that. I...
1: Um, we,
0: keep, we keep tossing it around as maybe doing it on the show because it feels so weird that the Eternal Sunshine guy did it. Yeah. But I can't remember what else comes out that year. So we may not. Um, I think something we
2: good. <laughs>
0: we'll debate. We'll, we'll pray <laughs> about it. Um, yeah, I really like American Pickle. Um, go to HBO Max. There's a lot of people shit-talking HBO Max on Twitter, and I think they just haven't logged into HBO Max because it's a do, pain in the ass to log into, not, which I do understand. Do they
1: not realize that it's everything HBO has always been and more?
0: Plus, well, it, it's it, it's your go-to shop for, like, classic shit for real. Totally. I've been working through the AFI Top 100, and most of the time it's on HBO Max.
1: My watch uh, list has gotten pretty rules. pretty extensive on HBO Max.
0: Pretty on. Un- Manageable, mine as well, um, Mark. Huh? You went to the, you went to the, 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 you know, old faithful of streaming services and watch something on uh, Netflix. Yes.
2: The first streaming service, my first love, the (laughs) one who has never betrayed me, never put out anything bad. Except for
0: maybe the last five years, like 75% of the time. has
1: betrayed me more times than I can count now. The biggest betrayal was canceling American, but
0: (laughs) yeah,
2: I, I, let me, let me rephrase. Okay. It's never not betrayed me.
0: (laughs) Um. Well, hold on. Let's let before you get into the movie, let's legitimately think about it. Movies, I'm not counting TV shows because I really think Netflix can very often hit it out of the park on TV shows. I, I would say I, I wouldn't mean, it's say a lot very of often. shit at the wall. i kind of say the opposite. Mm. It's well, but the ones that I end up getting to on Netflix mm. tend to be the ones that have already been vetted and people have said it are good. But movies on Netflix, how many have you seen that you would like actually consider really?
1: Well, good? it all depends. Are we counting the I mean, like
0: Acquisitions? Sure. Uh, if, it, if they pop a Netflix logo in front of it, I would say yeah.
1: Both of the bomb backs. I really um, like Meyerowitz and Marriage Story.
0: Yes, I agree.
2: The Irishman. Irishman, Irishman. Roma.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, both of those.
2: Roma. Uh, kindergarten Teacher.
0: Yes.
1: Was that a Netflix original?
0: Yep.
2: It was. I thought it was Hulu, it uh, HBO, but... Cody corrected me uh, this weekend. Yeah, that yes. movie rules.
0: Um, that movie's great. Um, Triple Frontier is not bad. Uh, Mark likes okay, the old now guard. We're,
2: now we're stretching. Well, old these guard, are like I mean...
0: <laughs> middle tier, yeah. But like yeah. still like, yeah, pretty pretty good. I would say for real, movie-wise, Netflix has a like 40% 40 40 to 50% hit rate. And that's probably being generous. Ooh,
2: that is mm. generous. I think that they... Throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. Are
0: Absolutely. you
1: underestimating how much content they actually pump out?
0: I well, that's the thing. Of things that I watch. Okay, yeah. Like I yeah, would say okay. it has like a forty to fifty percent hit rate, that could which is true. still pretty fucking terrible. Yeah. And um, then on top of that, there's
1: yeah. probably thousands of things you have not heard of <laughs> Right. <laughs> that are original. original exactly. things. Yeah.
2: Um speaking of of. Uh, them throwing things at the wall and seeing what mm-hmm. sticks. Cody convinced me to watch uh, Project Power mm-hmm. based on the uh, the allure of J- uh, Jordan G- JGL, um, yep. a man whose name I cannot say correctly. Uh, Jordan goes in a Rabbit. legitimate way.
0: Joseph Gordon sure. Rabbit.
2: Yeah, R- Roden. I-, I literally can't. Um, Gordon. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, Gordon Joseph Levitt.
0: Rodham um, uh, John Hussein.
2: I don't think that's <laughs> I
0: was bad. just thinking of three political figures' middle names. I think
2: you just straight up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, no, three. that's
0: absolutely what I did. <laughs> um, um, Mark, talk bad. about Project Power.
2: It's bad. Yeah, it's um, not great. It's got Jamie Foxx and yeah. uh, Jordan uh, JGL. <laughs> Joseph, JGL. that's where you fuck up. You
0: always Joseph. make it Jordan to begin Because it's with. Joseph Gordon. Right. It's 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 Jordan Jordan, Gosev-Lervit. Jordan
2: Gosev- Yes. Neil Gorsuch.
1: Um, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Neil (laughs) (laughs) deGrasse-Levitt.
2: Right. Yes. Um... It's uh, it's pretty bad. I mean, like it is like a superhero movie on the surface, but all of the effects of the superpowers are pretty cheap. And it's like a guy turns into fire, a guy's yeah. bulletproof, a guy's but invisible. If, it's
0: all powers that animals supposedly have. Yeah, <laughs> I know the fire something.
1: fire animals out there.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly yeah. where we, our brains busted. We were like, okay, hold on, um, um and ice powers and stuff like that. Yeah, it's. Well, polar, bears have, polar bears I, have ice polar bears have ice. I
2: really don't have much to say about it because it just like is nothing. Basically the premise um, is what
0: if having superpowers was awesome, but also fucking sucked and would probably kill you. That's I mean, that's that's, t- that's it. That's basically. kind of the pitch
1: for X-Men, like the first uh Brian Singer X-Men is what if having superpowers. Yeah, but this 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 is X-Men by
0: way of Bright, because it's all about like drug Cops, smuggling and, and down, yeah. yeah and yeah. there's a character named Robin who name checks Batman and Robin and is like the sidekick and that sucks but it also sucks on top of that because Jordan of Revitt is Joseph Gordon-Levitt
2: is Robin <laughs> he is canonically Robin but not Robin. in the movie
0: right I still <laughs> but
1: not hate in this movie. that Joseph Gordon-Levitt is Robin and The Dark Knight Returns Here's the thing
0: I love that he is Robin sure, in yeah. Dark Knight Rises. Theematically, okay. it makes sense, but the bullshit they do around his name absolutely sucks. The bullshit and around, around the his name sucks, and it's
1: also kind of like, okay, he's Robin, but like, who cares because there's no more movies, and you told me in the last five well, minutes.
0: Well, mm, I, I actually, from, I, I, I strong disagree with that one, because I think it's the point of... Batman lives on and is he going to be literally Robin or I think it's more the idea that he's going to become Nightwing or he's going to be Batman still. Like Batman will still exist and he will be it. But just call him Robin from the beginning if you want to do that or call him Dick Grayson or do something. I think the like, ooh, it's a reveal that he's Robin sucks a lot. Like I I don't like it at all. Um, But him if, being Robin, the way, the way they
1: present it, it's as if it's like a, a Nick Fury at the end of the movie, kind of like, oh, look what they're mm-hmm. building to, and then it's just like, but it, there's nothing else. So that's all yeah. that is. He
0: actually but, like if if you look at pictures of Nightwing, which I do every day, um, he he looks like he's got the look for Nightwing. Um, yeah, yeah. But,
1: honestly, like, anyway. yeah, see that Chris movie. Nolan
2: make a. Chris Nolan should make a Nightwing movie, uh, I don't and Nolan no one one should make your Project Power 2. No, he doesn't.
1: Um, Man, that would okay. have been a good segue to the movie, but Cody's still got to mm-hmm. talk about his stuff. But.
0: I still got to talk about my movies, but I actually, this episode is coming out two days after DC Fandom, and we've just spent a lot of time talking about Nightwing. So, boys, give me your predictions <laughs> for what's going to happen at DC Fandom.
2: I
1: have no predictions.
0: Uh, they're Maybe they'll like show
2: a... a trailer for the... Hey, hey, Snyder guys! Cut. Come
0: here, come here, come here, come here in the studio. Turn the mics off. This, this is okay. Yeah, this is a this is a bit question. We're gonna do a bit here. We're gonna say funny things. Oh, okay. I, we're
1: gonna I, say funny I just funny don't things.
2: even want to talk about I don't know DC movies like, because they're mostly I, bad. It feels no, like punching. It
1: there feels there like there punching down at this point. It feels like punching down still.
0: Guys, I all of
2: these jokes were made in like 2014.
0: <laughs> Look, I played. DC Lego supervillains this weekend. I ordered Injustice 2. I watched a DC animated cartoon today. And I like the Harley Quinn show. They're winning me over in little ways, okay? So my prediction is they are going to announce a... I can't even think of anything funny. Um,
2: I got, I got one, I got one. Okay. So I think that they're gonna, you know, after they're gonna show a trailer for the Snyder Cut, and yeah. in the Snyder Cut, they're gonna go to Femiscura. and it's gonna be all boys. Oh, ho, 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 ho. killing killing the girls there.
0: Oh shit, that's that's good. You know, um, I think
1: I think I've got a funny joke for for the DC. Okay, movie. okay, uh, funny funny okay. funny DC joke. Go. Here's my pitch. I think they should make a movie about Aquaman and they should cast Jason Momoa to play Aquaman.
2: <laughs> Wait, hey, hold on, Chad. I need to That actually that would be insane if quick. I told you that they had done that before you
1: knew that it <laughs> happened. But
0: and what if I told you that Aquaman movie actually is, is in good. the top 5 of their movies. <laughs>
1: nice. Better than any yeah. <laughs> Appearance of Batman in this current iteration of DC, <laughs> or or, or Superman, or Superman, yeah, or Superman. The only one that's hey, like I a mix? contender is a Shazam movie <laughs> and a Wonder or Woman. Wonder movie. Woman.
0: Yeah. yeah. Or, and or a movie that focuses on Harley Quinn and right. three
1: characters you don't
0: know, four characters you well, don't I know. Really know. Canary. Canary uh, I know Black Canary. Black Canary I know Black Canary also and yeah. I know Renee Montoya from the cartoons and uh, well, yes, but you know, it's still Harley Quinn is in our top 5. Um Easily. any yeah, movie where not she, even
1: close.
0: Not even close. Any movie that features her and the Joker, bottom. Bottom of the pile. It sucks. (laughs) Worse. This
1: is absolute (laughs) horseshit. Bad movie. (laughs) But her solo outing is very good.
0: So, here, legitimately, I think New Suicide Squad's going to be great. I think the Batman A24's, WB's A24's (laughs) The Batman is going to be great. That's
1: what I'm most excited about and what I'm hoping. They'd release clips for it fandom. Yeah.
2: See, I was excited for the Batman until I realized that the writer of the Batman also wrote Project Power. <laughs> that is and true. And now I'm terrified. That is
0: true. But Matt Reeves is a co-writer, and we like Matt Reeves. Um, His ape movies uh, are
1: fantastic.
0: Fantastic, um, I think Flashpoint sounds fucking insane. That's cool. I don't know. I'm excited. Me, I am a DC optimist they, right now. They
1: still have Ezra strangles his fans. Miller attached to that movie. <laughs> like that's insane yeah, to me. And he's well, gonna be at this DC fan thing. Yeah, I well, can't believe it. You know,
0: you know. I, Do they announce the A air you know. cut? <laughs> <laughs> suicide Squad. I hope so. Is it is it A or is it
1: Ayer? I thought it was Amy.
0: I don't know. Do I fucking know? <laughs> here's what I do know. I love watching things on Disney Plus. What um, did you watch on Disney
1: Plus? <laughs>
0: uh, I watched Magic Camp, a movie that was shot in January of 2017. Um, that is about magicians. Um, and here's the thing, y'all. It's not bad. It's better than Project Power. Um, it's it's wow. just kind of a charming like family mid-level comedy that, like, we don't see a ton of anymore um, feels very in the vein of, like, the college road trip Max Keeble kind of era of, like, movies. So the fact that this was ever supposed to go to theaters seemed insane to me while watching it. But at the same time, I was like, all right. I mean, it's a... it's, It's School of Rock, but with magic. And Adam Devine is doing Jack Black. Like, very much so. Um, I mean, he's made a his, career like, about. Tics.
1: He's made a career of doing Jack Black.
0: Basically, this is um, what he does. like, he's fine enough in this movie. There's some good kids. It made me tear up legitimately two or three times, which is wild. But I don't know. It's fun. I I'm not mad that movies like this exist. Um, it's just crazy it was shot, uh, that long ago. But. I mean, it was shot so long ago that a, um, one of the actors or something who was like 16 at the time, who is now 19, um, has transitioned, like, um, is, a, is a transgendered actor and transitioned from when the, like, plays a boy role in the movie, but now is playing female roles on other shows. And, like, it has so been like, that wow.
1: long. Wow. Came to the premiere yeah. like a whole new person.
0: Right. Well, but would have. Like, literally. Would have, but COVID. <laughs> so if they d-
2: had
1: no. Right. Problem. I guess they don't have premieres. But, but anymore. theoretically,
0: yeah. Right. Premieres don't exist. But, um, Man. yeah.
2: Did they have, like a, like, a Zoom premiere? They do that sometimes. They
0: didn't. I, I mean, Disney wasn't fully trying to bury this movie. But it sort of seemed like they were, and it kind of didn't make a ton of sense because the movie's fine. Like the the way they were behaving around it made me think it was going to be worse than Artemis Fowl. And let me tell you, boys, that's not even close to true. Um, (laughs) It's a it's a solid watch. Um, The other thing I watched, which is related. No, not quite. But um, it's like throw it on on a Sunday when you just want to like chill. Um, that's what I would recommend it for. Um, but what is a picky recommends is a documentary I watched. Uh oh, look who's smart. Look at big brains on Cody, um, which is also about people going to a camp and it's called Boys State. Um, which I don't know you you guys may have heard of this, but basically it's like a leadership conference. Um, where they do like mock government and there's one in every state, but this one focuses on Texas. Um, but also you both went to private school and I don't know if private schools sent their kids to them, but, but I know that like Moody had somebody in my grade go at one point. Um, yeah, cause I, I remember know, it being a big deal. And I was, this. so basically yeah, I had never heard of this either. What they do is like go and create, like they establish that they're put into two parties, the nationalists and the federalists, and they decide what their platforms are going to be um and um then hold like mock elections and all kinds of stuff and it's it's really interesting to watch these like teenagers play politics and you can kind of see them using things they watch in kind of a terrifying way but also really interesting way like you see kids who are 16 completely sell out their beliefs so they will get like elected. Like there's that kind of level of stuff, and then there's <laughs> right. kind of like let me scream and say insane shit because I've watched someone do it and it work, or God. like let like people start going to um, somebody who's running for governor their social platforms and start like mudslinging with that stuff, and like you could you can tell that the adults who put it on kind of pay attention to some of the, the stuff, but don't realize that extra social media layer. Um, there's one guy who is who does really really well and he is praised for sounding like Ben Shapiro when he speaks <laughs> and like you watch Yikes. his speech and it is just him throwing out statistics that this mean nothing fast talking but people and, are impressed yeah. just fast talking statistics not allowing anybody so, else to do and you're like, I don't even know what I'm arguing against this, it is yeah, I, the, I, this I really want both of you to watch it.
1: This documentary is a new release. Like this year?
0: Brand new release. Came out Friday. It's on Apple TV+. Plus. It filmed in 2018.
1: Filmed in 2018. So in the Trump era, though. So it's like a post-Trump look into this. Oh, there's a lot of
0: pro-Trump people. I mean, it's Texas, which leans conservative. Uh, There are some liberals, liberal kids who are in this. And you see some of their perspective dealing with that. And that's pretty interesting. You also see people of color like in a predominantly white group kind of yeah. deal with that like subtle and not so subtle racism being used as politics um it is m- legitimately maybe i mean it's in my top 10 of the year which documentaries i always enjoy watching but they're they're mm-hmm. harder for me to get up that high. This Damn. is one of the easiest to watch documentaries I think I've ever seen, but at the same time is like It's also It, it it's, reminds It's
1: also the year 2020 where if ever a documentary was going to top your, crack your top 10, it's it's this year. Yes.
0: But it reminds me they're much different in tone, but the 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 watchability and the enjoyment of it reminded me a lot of Minding the Gap a couple years back. Completely different tone, completely about different things, but it just reminds me of the mm. just, like, easy watchability. You start caring about these characters, even though some of them you start being repulsed by, and there's some, like, mm. narrative arc there that's just... I mean, I I could not recommend it more. It's on Apple TV+, Plus. Uh, so if you've bought a and, phone or a computer recently, you should be able to watch it pretty easy.
1: And what's it called again? I forgot the name. Boys State. Boys State.
0: Yeah, I it's I I really think you too especially will like get a lot of uh enjoyment out of it. Um yeah, it's great. All right. That's enough about what we watched on streaming service. Let's go to a, our physical media because I think we all did watch this on our Blu-ray or DVD copies. Yeah, um mine's a Blu-ray. And we watched Ray. The Prestige. Have, have have you guys... Mine's actually a DVD. I have not upgraded. I've wow. had this uh, DVD for a while. I think um, I've got the
1: combo pack. I might be wrong. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Uh,
2: if you have the combo pack, that means we all have different copies because I have a straight blue.
1: Look, mm. I might not have the combo Fascinating. pack. Fascinating. I'm kind of second-guessing <laughs> myself now. <laughs>
2: okay. Well, so much for um,
0: that. Have you have you guys seen this movie before? I have. Well we um,
1: this was a movie I watched, I think, pretty shortly after it came out. Because I want to say I watched it because I liked Batman Begins. Um, and yeah. Did you watch it? Okay. Hmm.
0: I think I watched it post Dark Knight, actually. I think I watched Batman Begins and Dark Knight, and then they were like, hey, there is this other movie that he made in between. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll check it out. That may have been um, more
1: my timeline. I have a hard time remembering, but I I saw it a long time Yeah, now. who knows?
0: Yeah. yeah, same. I mean, uh, more than a decade ago is yeah. when I first saw it, for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I have always loved it. Um, did you love it on your first run, Chad?
1: Oh yeah, I've said that this is my favorite yeah. Nolan movie, pretty much forever. Yes, I think I, it still stands. As, I think I'm it. At. I think at this rewatch, it still stands as that.
0: Gotcha, mm-hmm. Mark. Have you uh, seen this? Uh, this
2: before? is. I have seen this like before. I have no idea when I watched this first. Mm-hmm. It might have been before the Dark Knight, but I truly could not tell you. I've only watched this movie. This is maybe my third or fourth time watching this. Yeah, um, I I definitely wouldn't say this is my favorite Nolan movie. Although I don't have much to say against this movie, it's just not my yeah, see, preferred. For Noah. me, it's
1: more. Hey, he makes good movies. About, yeah, for me, it's more a comment about Nolan than it is about this particular movie. I think he's made nothing but good movies. I think every single Nolan movie yeah. is good. But I kind of... My take is that none of them are fantastic, but that this might be the closest to fantastic. Like, I think... Interesting. To me, Nolan, like, never misses. He's always good. But he's always in, like, a B to A minus range and never quite an A plus.
0: Fascinating. I think Mark and I like Nolan a lot more than you do. I think you do. Yeah, Um, I mean,
2: I would say that he goes from, like... A plus to B plus, and this is like an A minus. Whereas right. like Dark Knight Rises is a is a B plus. Or maybe even just a straight B.
1: I would say Dark, Ma- Dark, Knight, Rises, Dark Knight Rises might be his worst movie and might be a C plus. I don't think it's his worst movie. His worst
0: movie is his first movie, and any director would kill for their first movie to be their worst movie. I haven't um, So Following is the name I, of
1: that one? I haven't seen that
0: one. Following, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's it, and Insomnia's not his first it's, two. Yeah. Uh is pretty solid, but I wouldn't say it's incredible. But Memento, which is a second movie, that's mm-hmm. obviously stone cold classic. Yeah, it's great. Um I, I don't know. He makes I, good movies. I just movies. said he doesn't make
1: great movies and then I said that one's great, but <laughs> But you know what I mean where it's <laughs> right, not, like right, right. none of them have like blown me away. I think there's like a certain like personal element that's sort of like missing in his films for me that like other filmmakers
0: Interesting.
1: Like drive home. Yeah, you know, like I can make... see
2: that where like, yeah, none of his movies are like as emotional as the movies that you tend to yeah. like, Chad. I'll never except cry. maybe that's Interstellar. Not to say anything, uh, except maybe except Interstellar. Interstellar has
1: some, and that's the part, those are the parts of Interstellar that I like the most I think, are like Matthew McConaughey and his kids and those. Yeah. That's where that movie is most successful and like, it's the final sequences in interstellar where it's like the like the the bookcase and like the fifth dimension that's really yeah. cool looking but it's also kind of like the least cool christopher nolan conceit that he's ever done if that makes sense in my opinion interesting like the done was thing really with like timelines agree. is cool the inception yeah. is just that's just like a mouse trap he set up and it's just like you watch the dominoes fall yeah. over it's 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 a, it's beautiful
0: see that's a movie that i got cold on for a while but i really think on a rewatch i'm going to still i'm going to think it slaps ass but i got In- cold on inception it for a rules. while when it became yeah. the only nolan that people well, yeah, considered that... and i was such a prestige defender see, that me, i was like no it's not as good
1: <laughs> to so. me nolan as a whole is what Inception was to you, where it's like, no, it's he's good. He is good. But, like, I don't think he's one of the greatest filmmakers alive. And, like, a lot of people think that he is. Whoa!
0: <laughs> See, that's an interesting take, because I do think... I mean, he's one of our... Uh, one of our biggies right now. He's one of the I biggies, legitimately... but I don't
1: think he's one of the besties. I mean, Zack Snyder is one of the most successful and like big filmmakers out there right now, okay. but he's not one of the best. Uh, Chad, That's you never... might. Just shut up. You're we're gonna, just, we're you're gonna just gonna trying to piss me Chad. and Cody off
0: right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to mail Chad a knife.
1: So, <laughs> just very this is all leading to me probably saying nothing but good things about The Prestige, by the way. But <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, you It's my have favorite to, movie. Yeah, you have to... But yeah. Um um
2: I think if we're if we're talking Nolan movies since you guys said uh Prestige and I guess both of you said Prestige is your favorite I think that like Dark Knight has always been big for me but if we're talking like outside of the Batman trilogy it's like Interstellar or um Dunkirk
0: for me Dunkirk rules
1: um, See, in Dunkirk, Dunkirk. I think I it's know, which I like better. That year, you guys were so mad at me because I didn't like it as much as you. Like, that's kind of where I'm at with yeah, Nolan. Yeah, like, we are. I like I, I Dunkirk. I feel like yeah. it's a good movie. I, I
0: have my two basic film bro opinions that I am I feel very strongly on and <laughs> yell about all the time uh-huh. is that Nolan and Fincher are my boys. Like, I love both of them so much, which I understand okay. is a basic film bro opinion but that that's that's where mine seeps in. Chad, yours is PTA. You're ignoring Wes Anderson. your other. Basic I would film say it's more opinion. of like a Richard
1: Linklater and Wes Anderson, with like with sure. And I'm a big fan. fan of PTA, but th- those two are my boys. Yeah, <laughs> those are my boys. Cody, that's you're ignoring as Steven,
2: Steven Spielberg being uh, you being a Steven Spielberg fan, which I is, I said, guess not like film bro. Exactly, but,
0: that was my point. Steven Spielberg is too. Popular, I don't know, because like I also yeah, like Tim but, Burton, but and Fincher and shit like, that.
1: like Nolan's getting to that uh, point of like Spielberg popularity, though. Like he, I don't definitely know,
0: without a doubt, without so, a doubt. So like, um,
1: yeah, I which think, I think like it's think interesting to see. Oh, go ahead.
0: Well, it's interesting to see some new voices pop up who I think are going to hit that level. Like, Mm -hmm. I think I told you guys immediately when Get Out came out of like, oh, Jordan Peele is going to be Spielberg, Nolan level. Like, he just is, and kind of already is. Um,
1: Yeah, he kind of jumped up to that level pretty quick, and like deservedly. Like, his first two movies are fantastic. With his first,
0: yeah. Yeah, and I think, like, he is going to be... I mean, if people thought JJ was the Spielberg era parent for so long because he yeah, was not doing the Spielberg. Spielberg, he's not because he's staying in franchise stuff too much. But if you watch what Peel is doing of what he's like directing, and then he's producing things in the same way that Spielberg always w- w- did, like yeah, I think he's he's the he's the one. But he's not. Uh, Christopher Nolan, whos who we're supposed to be talking about. Um, Christopher Nolan directed a little movie called The Prestige.
2: Yeah, it's like one of the... He did this thing where it was like Batman movie, his own thing. Batman movie, his own thing. And this one was like his break between Batman Begins and The Dark Knight. And then Inception was after The Dark Knight and Before Dark Knight Rises.
0: Right, and it, it, that was kind of a good, like, break, but he was, like, breakneck pacing during that time frame, because yes. this is, like, but this it, is the year after Batman Begins, yeah. and two years before Dark Knight. Um,
1: and then Inception so,
0: was only, like, two years later. It's two later. years it like right after, after the Dark yeah. Knight,
2: yeah. Yeah, it, and then... it felt like a like one for me, one for you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it was like one for me, and then like one for you, and then like one that's for you but doesn't have Batman in it, and then one for you right. with Batman. Right. And then another one for you <laughs> without Batman.
0: Like his longest break was Interstellar to Dunkirk, which is three years, and now it's Dunkirk to Inter well, uh, to Tenet, I mean, which we'll, is three we'll years. We'll see when Tenet
1: comes out. Uh...
0: No, Tenet is come. Theaters open theaters are open by the time this podcast will comes they? Ten it's coming I out say. no th- they are it's too close now um, this is the closest we've ever gotten it's literally like days away um, new mutants it's coming <laughs> out hell or high water Catching um, at a
1: drive in yeah we'll it's see. funny
2: how Chad has always said that new mutants will come out over his dead body uh, yep. and now it's technically a possibility <laughs> it's a possibility Yikes. <laughs>
0: I, I, I just... I do feel a little validation in telling Chad for years. <laughs> he he was like, New Mutants is not coming out. And, and I was like, yes it is. And then it became New Mutants isn't coming out in theaters. And motherfucker, I th- played the long game and it does seem that I've won but at what cost? right It is going to be a movie that makes two million dollars at the box office. Because it is and the Mike first movie, someone. new movie back. Like, yeah. Well, I don't blame the movie. I blame people if they go and don't follow precautions. That's their own fault. If you're going follow precautions everyone if you're planning on going to movies do what you're supposed to be told um i just our government should bail out
1: i don't know i just don't see how we don't have to get into this but i don't see how people can like (laughs) eat popcorn at the theater which the theater is going to sell and still follow the same Mm -hmm. precautions that the theater is dictating
0: i don't know that everyone will but ultimately that's them but i trust me have been thinking about it for months of how hold your breath between
1: with a (laughs) like
0: no with with i'm just gonna tuck popcorn and slide the straw um underneath my mask if i go your mask is gonna be disgusting (laughs) yes and then i will come home and wash it that's why i have fucking six masks in order to like be able to do stuff like that I don't know. Just be smart if you go, guys. We're not gonna yell at you if you do go um, because everything sucks. I don't know. Find joy where you can. Sure. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Anyway, did you find
1: joy in this movie, The Prestige? Watching it again, (laughs) I I
0: did find. Do we want to talk what it's about? I I didn't write a plot summary because I fucked up. Oh, can I take a crack at at it? Can I take a crack? Chad. Okay. Remember that I already have a knife in the mail okay. coming to you. And I mean, the USPS is being defunded, so who knows when you'll get the knife, right. but it is coming. So don't make me send a second knife. The
1: movie starts and Christian Bale goes under the stage and sees a Hugh Jackman is drowning, and he's like, What the freaking heck? So Chad, before, you're already wrong. What's up? The movie with starts. Hats, you see a bunch of hats. hats.
0: That's an, that's and important. then Michael
1: Caine is like, "Are you watching? Are you watching? watching and closely. He lays out what magic is all about, and it's all about it's all about a, a, a pledge, which is like here's an ordinary thing. It's all about a turn, which is yep. you do something extraordinary with it, but you wouldn't clap then because the trick's not over. Then you got to do right. the prestige. Well, can
0: I can I tell the example of a pledge a turn and a prestige?
1: Yeah, the, like the, the bird. Oh so my so God. so
0: so here's a pledge. Here's a pledge. Yeah. Hey, we're going to make X-Men but horror. Here's the turn. <laughs> it's not coming out. But here's you wouldn't clap yet. Now it's out, but you can't fucking
1: see it. <laughs> Magic, dizzle dazzle. Prestige. Uh, so that's the prestige. <laughs> so to explain Hugh Jackman drowning, first we gotta go back to their history with drowning. Uh-huh. And there was a lady Hugh Jackman loved very much. It was his wife, and she drowned. And it was Christian Bale's fault because he tied the knot. They argued about what not to right. tie. And so Chris
0: and some backstory well, on Hugh Jackman's yeah. wife character. She is the oldest of twelve children, <laughs> uh, which is dealt with in another film. Oh cheaper by the dozen. Uh, yes. Anyway. She's the she's, she's the oldest sister in right? Cheaper
1: <laughs> by the Dozen. So <laughs>
2: also she worked at a bar where she like like danced real good and threw bottles around. Yeah, coyote. She's in coyote up, right?
1: <laughs> so she's dead now. The water didn't yeah. pour from a bucket overhead, she just fell in the water. Yeah. And then she stopped breathing right. and she's dead now.
0: Well, Chad, it's a Christopher Nolan movie. You do not have to tell us there was going to be a dead wife. Right? We, we There's we a couple of that, dead wives in this default. movie, so stay tuned.
1: <laughs> yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> so Christian Bale's all, all talking to his wife, who he meets at a magic show. She brings her nephew, and, and they have a cute moment. Anyways, he keeps telling her, like, I'm going to do the big one one day. I'm going to do the big trick. The world's not ready for the big trick. So Hugh Jackman shoots his fingers off with a gun, and then... <laughs> Yeah. And then, and then it keeps bleeding the same it keeps bleeding and then she's like how is it still bleeding like this? That's crazy. More on that later. Okay. Um, so so I think, uh, I,
2: think I need the to stop Chad. Yeah.
1: I
0: think I need to stop Chad okay. because there is a superstructure going on this entire time of the the latest timeline is um, Christian Bell reading a diary that Hugh Jackman uh, right. wrote, and then in the Hugh Jackman timeline, he is reading a diary that Christian Bell right. wrote. So those are the three timelines <laughs> that are being represented. You diaries, are going to have to go faster. In both yes. diaries, they well, get to this also, point where it's are also like, ah. I wanted you to spoil read this it diary. here. <laughs> yes, exactly. We can spoil it here. They're both they are real events, but they're yeah. also fake diaries. Right. It's it's a little. It's a lot. So Hugh Jackman, you've got so much. So to Hugh go. Jackman
1: goes up to meet Tesla because the key in in his diary was the word Tesla, and he's told Christian Bale told him, it's it's also the key to my trick, the 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 teleporting man. The what do they call it? The yeah, is it the teleporting? The teleporting, yeah, the teleporting man. man. Yeah. So yeah. Christian Bale, his big trick is like I'm going to teleport from one side of the stage to the other just in a in a flash, and no one knows how he does it. It's this big thing. Um, and Hugh Jackman thinks, oh, Nikola Tesla, that's the guy, played by David Bowie. So he goes mm-hmm. and he zaps his hat a couple of times and he zaps a cat one time, but nothing happens. And then, oh, what's up with all these hats and these cats? They're duplicating. So back to mm-hmm. Christian Bale. Well, first, back to Hugh Jackman. Yeah, you skipped. Hugh you, Jackman skipped you skipped a Hugh part Jackman. where
0: Hugh Jackman... <laughs> Finds a double, tries to do the trick that way. Scarlett Johansson is helping, right. but then betrays right. and goes the look. Uh, and, and Michael Kane keeps telling him he uses a double, but mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman is like, There's no way they right. get a, a Can't double. Be that Hugh Jackman's double is an alcoholic, is an asshole, fucks up his tricks, oh, at, stuff like that. At one that. point, they see this
1: Chinese Played magician uh, who devotes his yes. whole life to being like crippled, even though he's not crippled. And that's how he does the fishbowl trick.
0: Yes, um, everything's pretty set up of like what they're going to reveal. Yeah, like which which you notice on a rewatch of how much they True, like truly um, in the beginning
1: line to line, like almost every single line is pointing towards it.
0: Yeah, the, the, very early on, there's um, a little boy. They they do a trick where. They make a dove disappear, and then another dove comes back and the way they do that is they kill a dove like mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman does with his clones um and then brings the um dove back, and it 's just a different dove yeah. um, and the little boy says, "But where's his brother right. which is so it's which... both telling you the Hugh Jackman reveal." Mm-hmm. And the Christian Bale reveal, which is, it's his twin brother, they put on prosthetics, they take turns living each other's life, yep. which is why the relationship with Rebecca Hall goes badly and right. she ends up killing herself. And why mm-hmm. one of them is in love with Scarlett Johansson, mm-hmm. yada yada. Yeah. I think I got the middle part. Yeah. Damn. And so, okay, get us so to the
1: end. Hugh Jackman, he's been zapping himself and drowning himself in a tank, and then he frames... Drowning the clown. Well, he doesn't know which one's which, he says in the end. Like... My read on right. it is that he drops into the tank every single time, and then the clone has all of his memories and just assumes that he's Definitely the Definitely could one. be. Definitely could be. Nobody, uh, but you yeah. could never know. You never. Well, but know. then
2: right. he would only drop himself into the tank the one time, and then it's a clone, and then the clone falls into a tank, mm-hmm. and it's a clone of a clone. Exactly,
1: but each new clone has all the memories of the Hugh Jackman that drops into the tank. So he yeah. kills himself so, like, every single night. And then a clone kills himself. Next.
3: Yeah. Yeah. In a sequence. Which
1: is just depressing (laughs) as hell. Um, (laughs) But yeah, the movie's all about obsession, and both magicians are obsessed with, like, getting one on the other. They keep sabotaging each other's tricks. And then the ending happens, and... Christian Bale is sentenced to death for murdering Hugh Jackman, and then he dies, and his last words are abracadabra, and then he hangs himself. But then Christian Bale shoots Hugh Jackman in the chest, and he's like, now you're dead for real. The the murder I already was supposed to commit. And then they reveal each other's secrets to each other uh, in that moment. Right.
0: So Christian Bale is the his brother, twins, yeah. and he gets... Which, it is the brother who actually had the relationship with Rebecca yes, Hall yeah. and who had the kid. He is the one who survives so until so he goes to up. To yes. Yeah, the so, daughter.
2: it's the bad Christian Bale that dies, the one that, like, shot Hugh Jackman and killed Hugh, Jackson, Hugh Jackman's wife. The bi- That's the one that dies.
0: Interesting. I am never sure which one is which other than the one who wants to uh, be with Scarlett Johansson is the one who dies, the one with Rebecca Hall. I never tracked which one did what.
2: What I like about this movie is that Christian Bale kind of does different performances. Like, I Mm -hmm. think that Christian Bale, the actor, knows
0: which is which. Yeah. I think he does. I think you're right.
2: And, like, I could usually kind of tell, and especially, like, Rebecca Hall, like, he'll – oftentimes be like, I love you to Rebecca Hall. And she'll either be like, you mean it today. Or like, you not don't today. mean it today. Yeah. Um, and that kind of tells you as the viewer, which one it is. Right. And I think that like the one that went and sh- like one of them is just really vengeful. And mm. that's the one that killed, like that drowned Hugh Jackman's wife. That's the one that, well, that was an ran. accident.
0: The, the, the drowning of the wife was not on purpose. Yeah. That was the accident well, that set so it so
1: was it an accident or was it well, not?
2: no he he tied they had talked before the show about like we, you want to tie a knot that's gonna work better so she there's not a chance that she falls off of oh her
1: so maybe one of the so, guys didn't hear that conversation happen and then ties the same well, knot. Well, well, that that is what okay. happened. No, that
0: is what happened. No, it they, is because they asked no, him no, no, later. No, no. Yes. what knot did you tie? And he says, "I don't know." He wasn't That's the because one they're asking the, the different Christian. Yeah. But yeah. yes, he did but kill you can, the you wife see... on purpose. It was an accident. But he, because
2: he did tie the the special knot on purpose. Yeah, with he, Rebecca he, Hall's permission, she like, gives him a nod. He what?
1: Yeah, they have like this exchange on the stage. It's like a weird thing. No,
0: not Rebecca Hall. not Rebecca Hall. Jesus. Yeah, sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I that's why on. I was yes. like, what the hell? Yes. No, yes. The, the The wife gives him, uh, Hugh Jackman's wife, gives permission to do that different knot. But the other Christian Bell doesn't know. But it was still an accident. She was supposed to slip out, out of yeah. it. And from then yes. on, everything they do is eventual. But that yeah. was the quote-unquote original sin that like right. put him on it. He didn't do that on purpose. Um The question I did have this time while watching it, though, is at the end, Christian Bale goes to pick up his daughter from Michael Caine's character, who had been working with Hugh Jackman for a lot of it. Michael Caine wasn't a double agent the whole time, right? He just figured it out. No, he was, was he was
1: fully on Hugh Jackman's side. I think he just, like... But then he, he realized, realized
0: what Hugh Jackman was doing, thought it was fucked up. yeah, you have the whole scene then,
1: where he goes in and he sees that Hugh Jackman is still alive, and he's horrified by that. And so he, yeah. he wants to help Christian Bale after that point. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So he gives yeah.
0: him a nod at the end, and I was like, okay, I think this is just meant to be like, Michael Caine knows what's up. Yeah. But I didn't know if it was... He helped him with this whole revenge plan thing. I yeah, I don't um, think
1: that there's that added layer. And if there if there is, then it's so. not portrayed well enough for me to have noticed. Well, about. and I don't think so. Michael Keane is the one
2: that that saw um, that that he's the one that like turned uh, bad Christian Bale in because he he saw him. With yeah, clones. in the tank, mm-hmm. and
0: he was there with the original tank disaster. He knew that it had a lot of relevance to the two men. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and Michael Kane must not have known about the clones either, because he seemed surprised he by He didn't that. at the original
1: yes. trial, but I think he put that together when Hugh Jackman later. came to see him later. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yes, he he tried to buy the machine to figure it out. And mm-hmm. then when he, he realized that... Hugh Jackman bought the machine, he put it together. Okay, so obviously. we're talking
1: a lot about, like, plot and details, and I know a lot of that has to do with me and my long-winded uh, plot synopsis, which was, a, I thought, a pretty, pretty funny bit. Um,
0: no, I, I I think it's good, and it's kind of how you have to talk about this movie a little yeah, bit, but I, in I, my I do, opinion, because
1: that is the brilliance. I do want to try, try to, to go into, like, a different avenue of the movie, though, and just... Like, okay. like, Cody, like you, you seem to like the magic, the dizzle, the dazzle. like what, 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 I do. Talk about what sets this part, this movie apart for you as, like, the best movie of the year. I get, is it just the, the carefully constructed plot that we're kind of, like, talking about now? Or is there, like, more at play here?
0: So what I think Nolan is very good at is having uh, form meet function, right? Yeah. So, like inception is a bunch of different dream realities um dunkirk is about the different timelines and the ticking clock Mm -hmm. of what's going to happen to the soldiers this movie is a magic trick so like not is not only is it about those things it is that thing yeah and to me that is just that that's kind of just a really like brilliant approach and it's just i'm always wowed by it Mm -hmm. and i know for some people when they know how a magic trick works it doesn't work as well for them i am not one of those i am always impressed by magic to some degree because the skill i'm so impressed by i watch um there's a lot of bad magic i understand it's it's a profession a lot of people make fun of but um that magic for human show on netflix I watched that. I always love it. Mm-hmm. Street magic, sleight of hand. I always it's love fun. it. I wanted and... to
1: be a magician when I was a kid. Like I watched like a Same. lot of like how to videos and tried to learn. Like
0: there's one card trick yeah. I
1: like live by that. Like I think I, I, it's my it's my party trick. I'll pull it out if someone's like, "Hey, you don't want to know any magic tricks?" And it it's from a David Blaine special, and it's pretty good.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I need I probably should learn coin. some close up magic.
2: Cody used to keep, like, a gold or silver dollar in his wallet. Yeah. And then, like, maybe once a year, he would pull it out from behind my ear, and it would <laughs> always surprise me.
0: Here's the thing. Even I though, wasn't like, good I, at it. Incredible. I just... Nobody knew when it was coming, right. so I would just be like, oh, <laughs> here it <laughs> <Right>. is. Yep. <laughs> and that's the long game. That's so, yeah, incredible. I just... It's it's the construction of it, and I think all the performances are incredible. Mm-hmm. And when you have... I would say all the performances are good, and the only knock against a performance, I would say, is Scarlett Johansson can't keep a hold on that accent very well. Right. But she's still good in the movie. Yeah, she's fine. It's not um, her best,
1: but she's fine. No,
0: not at all. Um, but you have you have Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale both giving multi-layered performances mm-hmm. that are really good and like you Hugh Jackman is somebody who can really ham it up at times so it's good that they let him do that as the, as the drunk the double yeah the, the drunk yeah. Double. Yeah, I mean, yeah
2: and Hugh Jackman is also like he's a showman he mm-hmm. in fact might be the greatest showman sure so like yes. him as a <laughs> as a magician Makes a lot of sense yeah. because well, he is—he's mm-hmm, sure. just great at being on stage and like captivating an
0: audience. It's—it's it, it's brilliant casting because mm-hmm. the great Danton is the like flowery like yeah. I'm the stage mu- like, magician who's really going to wow you with stage presentation. Christian, Christian Bale is the very mm-hmm. like self serious like I'm about the art kind of right. magic. And and he's the better magician, Bo-
1: but the worst showman is the way they put it. Yeah.
0: Exactly, yeah. and I think it's. Incredible casting to have those two play against each other. Yeah, this was still the era where Hugh Jackman was just kind of known for Wolverine. Wolverine, um, yeah, and like
2: yeah. he has Tonys and stuff, obviously. Mm-hmm. Sure, but um, I would
0: it's, I would say the general public didn't know that as much. Um, no, but Christian Bale, yes, he's Batman, but I think people know a little bit of him from American Psycho, right. so they know so that he can be a little different.
1: We've got, I think people probably knew Christian Bale at this point. Uh,
0: from for Definitely from Batman, yeah. but it, probably from American Psycho. Yeah, totally. They probably don't remember him as the little boy in Spielberg's Empire of the Sun, which I still haven't watched. So, two, or from News We got Wolverine.
1: We got Batman. Uh, I think it's probably time for a cape check.
2: We've got Black Widow. We've yeah. got Alfred. <laughs>
0: we've got alfred um so we also have andy circus um, mm. from black panther and who else oh rebecca hall who Who's is she? in iron man 3 she played oh, maya is. yeah she was oh, actually supposed to interesting. this yeah. this was the era where fucking ike perlmutter still had some input on the movies before feige was able to convince Iger to let him push Ike out because Ike fucking sucks. But Ike, Maya was supposed to be the reveal villain. Like Guy Pierce was a patsy as was Mandalorian and she was supposed to be behind extremists. And Ike Perlmutter said, well, boys won't buy girl toys for the villain. So she can't be, but that's why Rebecca Hall signed on sucks. Um, that movie is still, it's a masterpiece, oh, but it just sucks that One it has that baggage attached to it. Best
1: of the MCU, but yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Um, um
0: and I would say other other than Rebecca Hall, all those people we listed are also Best Picture alumni. Andy Serkis for Lord of the Rings, Scarlett Johansson mm-hmm. because we covered Infinity War. Um Nolan, obviously, but um yeah, that that yeah. that's kind of our actor around table.
2: Yeah. We should also just mention that David Bowie is Tesla. I feel like that's important just to me. He's it. so
0: good in the role. And, hey, guys, that was my introduction to David Bowie. <laughs> I didn't know David <laughs> Bowie music or awesome. I haven't seen Labyrinth. And I was like, God, this guy's good. It feels <laughs> like a muted performance when you see him, like, yeah, in Labyrinth. I don't, well, you know? I don't see
1: the David Bowie in this performance at all. I just see, like, the Tesla. He's doing a good job. Well, I know it's, it's good.
2: It's yeah. like an it's an it's an old Bowie, but it's also an old Tesla, and you kind of get the vibe of like this guy is like a unique mind, and mm. he is living the recluse life because he's been shunned, basically. Like, right. um, you know, he mentions that like he, uh, the human grasps beyond its imagination or whatever, where he's like, I, you know, we had a great step forward. And I wanted to take another step forward technologically, and they just weren't ready for it, so they asked me to leave. Um, yeah, which is is interesting, and you know that is sounds like David Bowie.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. So we um, have two the parallels with Tesla's character of like the Tesla Edison um, conflict is sort of supposed to mirror the Danton and um, Alfred uh, conflict. Who does Nolan have beef with that he's, like, comparing himself to? Is there a filmmaker? You know, I, is there something I don't, there? don't know. So.
2: But I I think that the movie is about the balance between being an artist and being a showman. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah I, I kind of think like,
0: Nolan's both. I, th- I think that's what the, the con- movie
2: is. Yes. The
1: conflict is that. internal within him. So. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I um, like it better if he's just got beef with James Cameron or something.
2: I don't think no, I mean done. It, no, um, it's definitely so, not James Cameron.
1: You
0: guys know this is based on a book, right?
1: I didn't until I saw your yeah. show notes, but uh, what up with that?
0: So it is, but it's way different, and I haven't read it, but I always look at the plot synopsis, and I was like, why do I think this is different? And then I read it, and it's like, okay, so it's their great-great-grandchildren are meeting up and reading the diaries, and so there's some oh. kind of narrative there. But there's also ghost and shit in it. What? Um, yeah, let me read you a line. Uh, Angier is alienated from the world by his ghostly form and consumed with thoughts of revenge. Um, yeah, there's, like, ghosts, and then... So there has the twin, and then there is the clones. Mm-hmm. But there's also the duplicates are ghost kind of they're like non corporeal i don't know yeah. it's a little different um sounds and weird then i read the that no one like, told the the, oh, the reveal I, I... is that the huge jackman character some form of him is still alive in modern
1: day oh yeah interesting because of the what ghost. were you trying to say mark
0: Weird. I I read that like uh, he told
2: the actors not to read the book, Uh, but they did anyway. (laughs) Uh, But I can I can kind of see why.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, and the the lifeless shells of the clones are he calls them prestigious in the book. I don't know.
2: Oh, interesting. Which makes sense. Um, That's
1: probably what I'd call them.
2: I I that explains the diary thing, which I like, but I feel like the flashbacks are almost too much in this, um, mm. especially like in the first half where like, like he's reading a diary and it flashes back to Hugh Jackman, and then it like flashes to even before that, and I'm like, wait, what's the timeline here? Yeah, uh, what happens uh, upon a when... f- first
1: viewing? I I remember getting lost in the timeline quite a bit. But I think mm, I, like, I was younger I like and probably dumb, but yeah, I do like it now, now that I like, can see the full picture, but I it's a little, it's asking a lot of the audience, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Is up yeah. The
2: and like, I like Nolan doing that in, I mean, he kind of does it in Inception. He definitely does it in Dunkirk, which I mm-hmm. love it in Dunkirk. But in Dunkirk, it's a lot more clear where it's like, okay, you can tell what timeline we're in based on whether we're on a boat or land or air. Right. Um,
1: And what characters we're mostly following and stuff like that. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Can I tell you guys two more things about the book real quick? So the Alfred character, that's the Christian Bale. um, The the initial um, antagonism happens because... Um, the Hugh Jackman character is holding a, like, seance that he's presenting as real, but it's an illusion. And Alfred's, um, oh, it's being done by, um, the Hugh Jackman character and Hugh Jackman's wife. And then there's a scuffle, and the wife is thrown to the ground at some point during the scuffle, like, you know, accident. And she has a miscarriage. So she doesn't die. But there's a miscarriage, and
1: but then they're Nolan just antagonistic has for years. to kill the wife.
0: It has to kill the wife, and the other thing is, this is, I mean, so so they they say straight out in this movie that it is twins, the mm-hmm. um, Christian Bell characters, but the book makes it more clear that one of the twins' name was Albert, and the other one was named Frederick, and together they're Alfred.
1: Okay, so this Alfred, one it's sort of like there's Alfred cool. and Freddy are like the two names basically.
0: Yes because yeah. it's that's just something harder to explain yeah. in a movie I think yeah. um, And then they take all the ghost shit out, which is probably a good call probably. for this movie. This it, movie it's was pretty vastly feel different So bloated that there stuff. were
1: ghosts. <laughs>
0: yeah I don't I can't tell based on the synopsis if Tesla is a character. Um, I don't think so. Bad. Oh no he is. Okay, he good. is. <laughs> he, Tesla creates the device. Sorry, I had to scroll up. Um yeah. So anyway. I, I
2: think that it sounds like the book is more concerned with real magic, whereas yes. the movie is like everything is either science or illusion or a yeah. combination of the two. Yes. Um and I, I think that Nolan was kinda of turned off by the idea of real magic, kind of knowing yeah. him. There's well, because like, it kind of cheats his movies.
0: Right. Well, and it, it cheats the trick, right? Like, it's not a trick if it's real. Yeah. Right. Like, if yes. magic is real, that kind of invalidates it at the same time in context of this movie. Um, right.
2: It's like Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. Like, if yeah. there's real zombies, then it's no fun.
0: Yeah. Even though that movie is fine. I don't is, know if I've like, seen that movie. Fine. Um, so, I mean. We do think both of these men are giant monsters, right?
1: Oh, they're insane, and they do they do insane <laughs> things. Yeah, I mean, you've got yeah, you've got like these they are guys, fully. This guy isn't like honest with his wife about what he does for a living, or even like who he is. Like he, you like. Send a guy... You send your twin brother to go, like, oh, just go be with my wife and daughter for a bit and pretend to be me. Yeah, insane. insane.
0: in-sane. And insane. And then you like, see that I it's affecting
1: that. her and that she says, like, you don't love me sometimes, and then you don't immediately try to fix that. That's insane. Um, it's and then you got Hugh yeah, Jackson who fucking kills kill- himself every single day. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Yes. Well, and, like, I, shoots... I, or... No, wait. Yeah, he shoot. He He does the... Puts a bullet in a gun and like shoots it at Christian Bale and uh, sends Scarlett Johansson to spy. um, Yeah, even though Scarlett Johansson is starting to fall for him, and he just uses her as a tool. Um, So
2: my my take is that. Hugh Jackman is – starts off as a good guy and gets driven to more and more insane things by his desire to, like, one-up, his obsession. Um, I think that one of the Christian Bales is, like, pretty much straight bad. And then the other Christian Bale is pretty good, but he should probably tell his wife about his brother. (laughs) Uh, I mean, that's the thing that makes
1: him not good, though, is that he's not honest with his Uh, wife. I yes, mean, but it... he's
2: not killing people.
1: Still pretty bad. But he's... he is
2: allowing his brother to kill people, though.
1: Yeah, it still seems
0: bad. I don't know. But but what Chad said is right. It, it's about obsession. And the, the, both of these men, both sets of these men, etc., are, like, too fueled by obsession and, like, commitment to, like, the yeah. art to really they're they're focused on that more than any human thing i mean my letterbox review was like this movie is about the danger of method acting mm-hmm. <laughs> and like that that's really what i feel about it is it's like you hear all those horrid accounts on sets of people who are doing method acting and it's just an excuse to be giant assholes to everybody on set had nolan worked and like, with that's... any method
1: actors at this point in his career
0: um christian pale yeah, I Christian so. Bale's on the low, uh, Christian Bale is on the lower spectrum of mm-hmm. um he, method yeah. acting. Yeah. I mean, Heath Ledger did it for Joker, um but he hadn't worked with him. Movie. yet. Right. But I don't I don't think he really does cuz who are I mean the famous method actors are Daniel Day-Lewis. Mm-hmm. He hasn't worked with him. Um, Leto Jared Leto. Uh, he hasn't worked with him. He hasn't worked with Joaquin. Yeah. Um. Hasn't worked with Shia, which Shia goes on and off of whether he's actually going to do the um, method acting or not. But yeah. uh, often does. Yeah, I don't know. I think method acting is bad. I <laughs> it, mean, it yeah. Does. I don't know.
1: If. Being good at your job requires you to be uh, a asshole to people then you're bad <laughs> at your job. <laughs> um, uh, god I I wish I could remember the
0: anecdote but there was some like kind of old school hollywood actor who was like working with one of these like up and coming like serious uh-huh. um like method actor people and they they he asked them he was like hey how do you like get into a role and like you know how are how are you able to handle it and the old school actor was like i, d- I show up and i fucking act i don't know what to <laughs> yeah. tell you i just pretend like,
1: to be someone else briefly and then <laughs> that's that's what i do is this pretending I mean, acting you is just pretending um now <laughs> If the only good performances
0: were method actors, then there may be some weight to it. But I've seen a billion good performances that are not method actors at all.
2: A couple bad method method action actors. Jared Leto, yeah, Yeah. Jared Leto in Joker. (laughs) Like,
1: I almost don't blame Jared Leto for why his Suicide Squad Joker is so bad. Almost. Mm, he's almost. still to blame for some of it, but like largely, I think he's
0: still to blame for his actions. He's still to yeah. blame for doing all that bullshit method acting when yeah. the performance is generic gangster. Uh-huh. It's not even Joker. It's yeah. just generic but gangster. It's a
1: generic gangster with a tattoo of a smiley face on his hand. And sometimes he puts the hand over his mouth and goes, ah, And that requires. It's it's so ridiculous. He did all of that for less than ten minutes. I don't know how he could have done that if he hadn't mailed used condoms to Will Smith. uh, Um. uh, Ugh.
0: Now I'm mad. Anyway, (laughs) um, (laughs) but yeah, it's these 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 men are bad men. And you, when you actually think about it, a lot of Christopher Nolan characters aren't. Full-on... Hmm. They're, they're not, like, goody-choo-shoes heroes, necessarily. I mean, his closest is Batman, and most of all three of the no. Batman movies are... Why are you obsessed with this? Why yeah. are you ruining your life and people you're connected to's life? Right. Um, and it's like a Batman I who tries
1: that... to not be Batman. Like, for two <laughs> for of for the most of movies. It, yeah, of yeah.
2: Yeah. Batman, straight up, is, like not a great guy. I think if we're talking about like hero like pure heroes in uh Nolan movies, then it's like Mark Rylance in Dunkirk, Tom Hardy in Dunkirk, yeah. uh, Matthew McConaughey in Interstellar. Like they are McConaughey like, in Interstellar things.
0: He- yeah, he's he's not really bad. Where you put the like badness is the Matt Damon character in that movie, but, but there's, um, yeah. there's in- also yes. like
1: flaws in like how he deals with like the family drama. Like Matthew McConaughey isn't right. like a blameless dude either. True, yeah, yeah, yeah because
0: yeah. isn't I need to rewatch Interstellar? But like he kind of chooses to leave rather than deal with things. Yeah. Isn't that part that's, of that's it?
1: Well, part of it. I haven't seen he it while,
2: sees. But his like for him he sees the mission of saving the world is more important than raising his kids mm-hmm. yes which is like
1: and it affects not affects great daughter dad tremendously, tremendously. Right.
2: it affects his son tremendously as yeah. well I mean it affects his it affects both of them in
0: different ways it affects baby whereas, like, Timothy Chalamet less because I feel like there's just a lot less of the son in the movie yeah
1: is it Jessica Chastain but who plays know. the daughter?
0: daughter at some point? Yeah. And it's Casey um, Affleck who plays Adult son, son at yeah. that age. Yeah. Um But like Cobb movie. in Inception, like I think is a deeply flawed dude. Oh, yeah, which I yes. think is the point of that movie. Mm-hmm. But I think you like when younger, I was like, oh, he's cool. He's the good but like <laughs> sure. he's a, I mean he is Putting everyone's life at risk because he doesn't have a handle on his shit, like, is the point of that movie? Ah, God, Nolan's kind of good, but 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 I could but understand Dunkirk, what you said. Dunkirk of... is
2: more a, a Dunkirk is more about like the army as a whole and the government being mm-hmm. shitty to its people, whereas True. the people themselves, like the everyday people, the fighter pilots, and the people who own the boats, are like, we we will sacrifice. Yes. You know, my son will die. I will wreck my plane into uh, Enemy territory. and be taken by yeah. be taken by Germans to say. I mean,
0: people. the the best part of Dunkirk to me is when they're on the plane and Harry Styles looks at the newspaper and nobody has said shit and he's just like, no one cares. Like, I like, I think that's like, ugh, it's very good. Um, but but uh, I I love that Nolan does it, but at the same time, Chad, I because of that i can understand your difficulty with sometimes emotionally resonating with it because mm-hmm. the we it is very often well, people just making awful decisions i think it's
1: a step beyond that i don't think it's necessarily just that these are like flawed characters because i i tend to think of that as a good thing but I think as a director, Mm -hmm. he focuses more. I'm going to use the word gimmick, and you're not going to like gimmick, but I think he focuses more. No, we won't, but I understand. I think he focuses more on the gimmick of what movie he's making more than he focuses on character. And I I would prefer Mm -hmm. a filmmaker that does the opposite of that. Um, Well, that's interesting because I think think he's
0: got great characters in most of his stuff. But I think that he does really care about the magic trick of his. Movies. Yes, absolutely. Whether he definitely it's does doing the yeah, movie I mean...
2: backwards or making his movie mm-hmm. a literal magic trick, mm-hmm. um, but Which I don't that disagree with that very uh, great I'm here for and the. This movie is kind of about that. I'm balance.
1: here for the trick. I'm here for the gimmick, whatever you want to call it. I it's fun to watch, and I'm like along for the ride, and it's great. Um, but yeah, I. I think he, he's probably the best at, like, making those, like, tricks, those gimmicks, those, like... Yeah. He, he probably is the best at that, because I don't... I can't think of another filmmaker who does what he does. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I think he's
2: hands down the best at, you know, these plot twisty movies, these, like... I mean, people talk about Shyamalan with plot twists, and he pulled off, like, one or two really good ones. Yeah, um, people are starting to point
1: like, to the end of the movie Split as a good plot twist. It's not a good plot twist. It's just like an insane. It's not a good plot. It's a it's good setup. setup yeah. It's a good
0: teaser. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's like a it's like a corollary reveal that doesn't change right. anything about the movie. I mean, it Whereas blew like, my fucking this, mind. Yeah. Well,
0: i uh, I actually disagree. I think it does change the movie a little bit, but it's not a plot twist in the way. But it it doesn't are.
2: change the movie where you have to rethink about. Who was in which scene like it is no, but right. but I
0: think it changes it because it makes it a superhero movie once that is revealed right. and then and that kind of unlocks
1: it pieces of the recontextualizes movie. it as a super villain origin story instead mm-hmm. of a horror movie um mm-hmm. and that's yeah, so I guess it, it it is a twist, it's a twist, but um yeah.
2: But I think that what this movie is about is about how much should you sacrifice for a good trick. Uh, right. Which is like kind of investigating and how much should you sacrifice both of these like men, character for the yeah, trick. You know what
1: both of these men sacrifice? Character.
3: Yes.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I so just, I, like... This
2: movie seems kind of self-aware in that way. Although I don't know so, if it's necessary. Yeah. I, like, I want to talk a little yeah, bit
1: about I, the ways I think it's self-aware because like I think the whole movie and, like, I think there's two ways you can watch this movie. Totally blind and not knowing anything about it. And then knowing all the twists and turns and watching that in play. And that was my experience watching this. And I watched it with my wife, who uh, had seen it before, but I think she fell asleep. Didn't really remember it. Mm. And so she was essentially watching it for the first time. And, like, toward the end of the movie, Fallon, who is Alfred's, like, um double mm. is like on screen and she says like that guy hasn't talked like this whole movie <laughs> and i wanted to just, i just said yeah. that guy like she, that guy <laughs> <laughs> she said yeah that guy he hasn't talked like the whole movie i was like okay yeah. i almost his, wanted to his
2: makeup is is really great is, where like even me watching it kind of cuz he's never really doing a tone on screen no, it's,
1: it's definitely um, directed around it, lingering on his face
2: Yes. Uh, but like I completely forgot. Well, I didn't forget. I mean, I guess I did forget that he was Christian yeah. Bale, just because he's not on screen long enough for me to think right.
1: about it. But yeah. so I was watching it, knowing all the turns, knowing everything and seeing it all happen. And I think the whole those two experiences can be boiled down to the scene where... Um, Alfred is showing Rebecca Hall's character the uh, the gun trick, and the first time he does it, it's she's like amazed, and she's like, "How would you do that? You have to tell me. You have to tell me." And the second she knows the secret, she's like, "Oh, it's it's kind of obvious now." And I, I, that was almost my experience watching the movie was it was just like, I don't know, I, I see what you're doing now. I see I see what all the things are. It's it's whatever, but like it feels like because it's. It's built into the DNA of the movie because the movie is its own magic trick. It's it's interesting. It's like something that I think it's a testament to the movie, but at the same time, it, it yeah. made it less enjoyable to watch, but I kind of can't judge a movie on my third time watching it. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of... Your first impression of a movie is kind of what you should go off of, I think.
2: Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. so this Halloween, I was like at a party back when there were parties and there was, like, a close-up magician there. Mm. And, he, you know, I noticed that he was doing the same trick over and over. And the first time he did the trick, it, like, blew me away. Yeah. And the second time he he did the trick, I, like, just intentionally paid very close attention to, like, the one card that was important. Mm. And completely saw what the trick was. And then this, the third time he did the trick, I, like let myself be carried away in his like banter and his hmm. like showmanship and w completely lost to the, the trick again, completely forgot how he did it. And mm-hmm. I think that like that is when you rewatch this movie, it's really easy to like, you can kind of watch it and be like, Oh, interesting. You know, you can kind of tell which Christian Bale it is. And you can kind of see why they're revealing certain things when they are. Yeah. Um, but you can also really just get wrapped up in the story of like the revenge mm. and the one-upsmanship. Like I think that the story works on its own beyond just being a trick. I think you're right. But, yes. You're right. I think. Yeah. I think that like that like oh yeah. I mean now that you mention it, it's kind of obvious. Is like. When you think of The Sixth Sense, you know, I always think of, like, Matt Damon in Ocean's 12 telling Bruce Willis, like, I, I knew what it was from the very beginning. You didn't fool me. And, like, that's a lot of people's responses <laughs> is, like, being too cool to be fooled. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that this movie is, like, uh, it, it, it it is done in a way that, like, it's hard to catch it the first time. And the second time, it's fun to watch what's actually happening. But it's also easy to just fall back into it and be tricked again.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I I, I don't know that I I agree that a first impression back um, flipping back to what you said a minute ago flip. Um, that a first impression is what you should go off of, because there's been tons of movies that just didn't work for me at all the first time, and then I rewatch them. Yeah, older, I mean, and, like, paying more attention. That's not
1: like a rule to follow. It's just I, I, I guess I mean it more for this movie. Like it blew right. me away, and like it, it is, it's it's very well constructed, like trick that he's doing, and right, yeah, it's kind but, of an but I idea.
0: I I think I I I agree with Mark of the like. Being swept away with it, mm-hmm. even when you know the trick, it works and like I definitely don't think it makes the movie poor to like know how it's gonna work.
1: I don't think it does either. I, yeah. I,
0: I I I think there's some pleasure in like just watching because I have seen this movie quite a bit and it is just kind of pretty dense with things. Like the blind stage hands in the bot, like they're the mm-hmm. ones who help Hugh Jackman with the trick. Mm-hmm. I had never really caught that before—that it was blind stage yeah, hands to keep like, his secret, doing the tricks without. Yeah, they—they they don't
1: know what's so, in like, that water tank that they get rid of every night. They just know they got to get rid of a water tank every night. Get rid of the water yeah. tank,
0: right? Yeah. So, like little pieces like that, it just just kind of. It's just... interesting it's interesting
1: because for me, there's other things I like pick up on, like I forgot about or that, like, oh, I never noticed mm-hmm. this. Like, earlier we were talking about the Christian Bale thing where he says, I don't know which knot I tied. I didn't even register that as a thing until we were talking about it, that it's, like, that, oh, that it was, that's a different They one. were asking the yeah. other brother. And, like, I yeah. knew it was a brother, but it was, like, that little detail was lost on me. But to me, the mm-hmm. the blind people was just, like, the imagery of that and, like, the reason for it once the reveal happened was something that, like, stuck with me as, like, incredible from the first viewing and, like, I don't know. That mm, That to me was like one of the best things about the movie was that like, and he even like went as far as to hire blind people so that no one would right. know. Like that was, yeah, what one of the things I love well, about I, this movie. And,
0: and I also love that like the beginning of the, like the literal first shot tells you what the movie is <laughs> because it's all the hot, the hats. Are you like, watching
1: closely? Cut to black.
0: Yeah. To,
2: it's like all... All of the hats that are discarded, and then, like, the first magic trick you see is about, like, how this bird has a secret brother. Yes, like, yeah. exactly. It's all right there, and you just don't know to register it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think if anybody watches this movie for the first time and tells you, oh, I knew it was going to go there, they're, they are lying. It's, like, it is
1: too insane. Right. Right.
0: To really put together early, in my opinion, for you to
1: watch the first like forty-five minutes of the movie and think it's going to be clones—they're going to clone you, Jack.
0: He's going to clone him using Tesla technology, but Chris, but Christian Bale—he's not. He is committed.
1: Right. It's like, um, yeah, if you did predict it forty-five minutes into the movie and you called all the turns, you're an insane person. And. No, you you looked at
0: Wikipedia. Yeah. Like you just I just I I really think like it's there there's some movies where you can see the twist coming a mile away and there's some movies where it is built in that the twist is so constructed or so out there on purpose that no you didn't know that was yeah. what was going to happen. And I think this is one of them. Hey, do we want to talk about success of this movie? Oscar-wise, money-wise, real quick? Sure. Um so it was nominated for two Oscars. What do you guys? Uh, you guys look at the show notes. Never mind. Yep. <laughs> it, it was nominated for best cinematography, which Children of Men was also nominated for. Mm. Uh, which I mean, I would have given Children, to Children of Man and Men had better
1: cinematography.
0: <laughs> yeah, it didn't. Um, well, it but I winning, think the though. cinematography is the uh, is good, but uh, best art direction, which is actually pretty cool because they do all the old old timey magician stuff in there. So like, yeah, cool. Mm. Um, didn't get a best adapted. Uh, nomination which is, uh, is I probably
1: would have thrown it that I probably would have been like me too mm. yeah I
0: what? mean the the script is why the movie I mean and the direction mm-hmm. and all of that but I mean a script is a big part of why it works yeah. um so it made a hundred and nine point seven million dollars on a forty million budget uh which is pretty good um less of a budget than children of men um Got a seventy-five on Rotten Tomatoes and a four out of five on Letterboxd. Nice. Uh, was it's considered? That's score, exactly what I gave it. Mm, yeah, that's what Martin gave it as well. I gave it. It's insane old that your favorite five stars.
2: Your favorite Nolan movie is a four star. That's
0: I'm mad the thing here. is, I
1: think every single Nolan movie is probably four stars. <laughs>
0: Okay, that's okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I think I have a couple five stars. Um, but I don't yeah. know. Nolan, I like that's Nolan. That's I think. It's like
1: the, the bar of Nolan is like so unmovably at B plus A minus. It's like right there. Um,
0: what if Tenet sucks ass? The thing is, supposedly, it's really
1: good. Yeah, <laughs> so, And we'll there's obviously the caveat of Dark Knight Rises where it bumps down to C plus.
0: But. Dark Knight Rises is... is it's not. It's, it's
1: a C plus. It's it's like average to it's like average to like slightly maybe could call it above average. Like it's good. It's
0: it's it's better than people give it credit for, but it's still obviously. It's better than most of what DC is three. putting
1: out now, but I mean, it's not good.
0: I don't know. It's it's probably. Yeah, it's, it's a strong three point five for me, out of five. Um, so. I don't know why I always forget what we do here. Well, now. we have to vote um, on
1: Children of Men and, uh not Batman, and The Prestige.
0: <laughs> right. So, thoughts. Let's start with me. Um, <laughs> I think uh Children of Men is kind of very, very, very impressive. And while watching it, I was like, oh, shit, this may win for me. But then I watched The Prestige, and The Prestige is like, I don't know. I say this a lot when it's my picks, but it's it's the things I love about the movies. <laughs> I I feel like is really represented a, about the Prestige. It's a literal magic trick, and it's got great actors that I love doing their thing. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's I. It's the Prestige. I uh, like. I'm trying to form a good argument, and it's hard because they're both really really good movies, and it's kind of just a gut instinct of. While I'm watching, I mean, here's something, this movie is like fucked up and people are doing fucked up shit all the time, but it feels like an easier movie to swallow than Children of Men is, which is pretty like oppressively dark, Um, but still Yeah, I mean, Children of Men
2: kind of just like lingers on the darkness, Yeah, Um, and it almost feels less emotional than this movie, and maybe it's because Mm -hmm. it's so dark.
1: Less Um, emotional than this movie, really. I think so. Yeah, Interesting. I wouldn't say that. Um, I mean, there's nothing in I the prestige know. that comes close to carrying the baby through the building and seeing how that affects everybody. Or that sure, I mean, that's
0: that's a really good moment. But I think consistently through I I
1: don't I know, like the way that like Clive Owen's character is affected by Michael Caine being gunned down. Again, I don't think anything in The Prestige comes close to, like, that level of, like, human emotion of...
0: Uh, maybe emotion's not the right word. Maybe the better phrasing is, like... I don't know. It, I don't... It's easier and then, to watch. I, for, I, I, think, uh, for some I think it's easier I, to
1: watch, always... sure. But and it's also interesting that, like, I think the ending of Children of Men is very hopeful, and the ending of this movie is like you're just looking at Hugh Jackman's dead face in the tank. I mean, you also have the yeah. Christian Bale with his daughter. That's helpful. That's yeah. good. But you, you're you kind of left on the note of like, look at what this man did to like do a trick. <laughs> he killed himself yeah. a lot. Yeah. Did a lot. Uh, Mark,
0: what's better? Children and men are the person um,
2: I mean... Like, I was, like, I I think a better way to put what I was saying is that I always feel, like, a level removed from Children of Men.
3: Yeah. In a weird way. I feel, yeah.
2: And, (laughs) like, which is interesting because the cinematography is, like, intentionally meant to feel like a documentary. Mm. But I I think that, like, the cinema verite kind of thing where, like, the camera is there and it's in the scenes and it's moving around makes me think more about the camera. Huh. Mm, Um, Interesting. Or I don't. I don't really know what exactly it is.
0: No, I mean, um, I, I, I'm I, tracking what you're saying. Like, that makes see, a certain t- amount of to sense. To me,
1: it's me. the exact opposite. Because to me, it's like, children of men, you're right there with them. And, like, it's, it's kind of... The thing they're going for works for me. And the prestige... I kind of am a bit at arm's length with it because of the Rube Goldberg nature of like, we start here and then we flash back and then we flash back further and then we're going through all these different timelines. And that's what keeps me at arm's length of like really connecting. Not that it, I don't connect to the story because I do, but like. Yeah,
2: see. And I, I mean, I kind of agree that the flashbacks are like a bit too much mm-hmm. in their like nested nature. Like, I love the magic trick, but I don't need all of the layers of the storytelling. I don't know if you can really do one without the other. I kind of
1: think um, both no. movies are doing what they need to do as far as storytelling goes. I I agree. Like, I think the I prestige um, needed to be formatted the way it was. Maybe not as oppressively, but like, not that it's oppressively, it's not that it's like, a, it's not unpleasant to watch in that way, but it. I don't know. I think it needed to be that layered and I think that Children of Men needed to be that grant set grounded, almost documentary like yes. unbroken and camera.
2: Yeah. I think that like Children of Men is almost like hard for me to like make eye contact with sometimes hmm. where it's like it's so dark that I feel like I have to look away in a way that is like masterful and technically impressive. Which is I mean all I'm saying is that it's it's tough to pick and I think I have to go with Prestige just because, like, Interesting. that is just what I um, gravitate towards more in in film. And, like, honestly, The Prestige and Children of Men were, like, really close for my pick this year. Um, I just ended up going with Children of Men partly because I knew Cody would pick The Prestige.
1: <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> um, my pick is <laughs> Children of Men. Um, I like both of these movies a lot. I like all three of the movies we talked about a lot. I would probably... I know we don't do ranking until later, but I'd probably... We don't do rankings until later. (laughs) Probably, even though I love Nacho Libre. I
0: don't even want to hear it. I'm not going to listen to whatever you're about to
1: say. I'll save it for a future episode. Hey, if you want to hear my ranking, listen to the future episode. Plug. Um, But yeah, I think it's Children of Men for kind of the reasons I talked about with, with Mark just now is like... It's that hum it's the humanity of the filmmaking techniques in Caron uses in Children of Men. I just feel like I'm watching real people in a way that like in Nolan movies that's kind of my hang up, is like they feel like part of his Rube Goldberg machine and less like not that they don't feel like characters, but there's just something at arm's length there, and usually I think it's because he's a filmmaker who for better or worse, chooses the conceit of the movie over characters more often, and that's usually not what I gravitate to. It's usually movies more like Children of Men, which is my favorite of the year.
2: Hmm. All
0: Alright, well, (laughs) so... uh,
2: This is one of those years where the best picture is, like, actually a banger. It's actually um, a... That I haven't seen. I haven't
1: seen it either. None of us have seen it, right? Or has Cody?
0: I think Cody's seen it. I've seen it. Okay. We are now at the point where I've seen every movie nominate or, or every it. movie that is one best picture yeah, okay. until we're done with the show. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. So, uh, Cody, did you, go, did you already we'll vote to at the beginning?
1: or... <laughs> yeah. You did vote I Prestige? Did. Okay. Cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, Prestige wins. Okay. Um, Weird. Uh, so, where can people find you guys online?
1: Uh, you can find me at Chad A. Oliver on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxed, TikTok, I guess, until like the end of the month. Tr- Trump's going to take it yeah. away or something. I don't understand what's we, happening.
0: Uh, we don't really fully know what's going on. Uh, Mark, where can people find you?
2: Um, You can find me at Watlington Mark on all the social medias. That's like um, Twitter, Letterboxed, Instagram, you know, all the classics.
1: Cody where can people find find you and the show
0: You can find me at Cody Lunsford underscore on Twitter and Instagram You can find me at Cody Lunsford Fuck the underscore On Letterboxd Um, And you can find the show at WePickPicks W-E-P-I-C-K-P-I-C-S That's the best way to know when new episodes Are out It's also the best way to know when new episodes of live and let cry are coming out which is the podcast within a podcast that is a collaboration between me and eli smith from purely nostalgia um this month we are going to talk about uh ratatouille um which is actually gonna fit in well because we're about to talk about 2007 movies on the show before long and that is a good one um But uh, we're going to talk about whether or not it made Eli cry, and that's actually coming out a week from today. So uh, you're going to have three Best Picture episodes in a row, which, uh, you know, you you love that content. Um, All right, Mark, what's the best movie of 2006?
2: It's The Prestige. Chad,
1: what's the best movie of 2006? Oh, it's The Prestige, isn't it? Oh, Cody, what's the best picture of 2006?
0: Uh, The best movie of 2006 is The Prestige. Thank you for listening. And remember, everyone, abracadabra.
1: On the next episode of Best Pictures, we're talking about The Departed, the Academy Award-winning movie for Best Picture of 2006. You can find it on HBO Max. Or Fubo, which is another service that I'm just now hearing of for the first time.